Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And this is going to be part three of our six-part series, Lifestyles of the Successful. And we're going to be talking specifically about how to think successfully. One of the things that I have been told over and over and over again is, Denise, I want to get out of my own way. I want to think successful and I just don't know how to do it. And I'm going to be answering that question for you in today's episode. This is going to be something that's going to be really worthwhile. Even if you don't enroll in my class, Lifestyles of the Successful, email me at podcast at denisetlee.com to get in on that action. But this is going to be really dynamic for those of you guys who just want not just in their business, but your personal life, but your home and all sorts of other areas combined together to help you get that focus that you really Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are investing in yourself and investing into your future and your personal development. If this is your very first time listening, please smash that subscribe, follow button, whatever button that looks like. I don't know. I know I got people on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, or all sorts of places. So make sure you hit that button. So as soon as I release something, you'll be in on that like white on rice. (laughs) And those of you guys who have been listening, what up? I'm giving you an electronic fist bump right now my homie my home girl whatever you want to be called <laughs> welcome I was going to say something politically incorrect and I just had to edit self-edit myself in this that moment <laughs> but anyway if you have been loving this podcast if you love talking with your girl Denise make sure that you check out the note section of this podcast there's a link for you to be able to leave me a video message let other people know what you've been loving what you've been gaining and that way your voice can be heard Make sure that you include in your video voicemail your name and your hometown so people know where you're at, okay? So we'll make sure that if you're Susie in Cleveland, Ohio, not Susie and Burbank, Alaska. Is there a Burbank? Or no, Burbank, California. But you get the gist of what I'm trying to say here. (laughs) As promised, today we're going to be talking about lifestyles of the successful. And this is something that... I have been really thinking about, and that's kind of the genesis of why I'm turning this series into a blown out course where you're not just getting this audio, but you're getting some other resources and obviously connecting with other students who are interested in up-leveling their life. Because what I've noticed is that people who say they want to do something and those who actually do it, they're in a class within itself. So if you've been listening and going, yes, girl, I'm on this. I really want to upload my life. I really want you to grab and take this and just run with it. Just yesterday, I've been learning more about something in my own personal life. And there was this course that was offered to me after, you know, some introductory information. And I said to myself, I'm going to do it later. But look, how many times have we say I'm going to do it later and we never do it? I had to get out of my own way in order for me to actually do it. And I remember just investing in that and just my mind's open eyes are just exposed to so many different ideas and thoughts about what I'm trying to up-level in my personal life. So I just highly encourage you, if you are just saying, oh my goodness, I like what I'm getting and I just want more of it. I just want to like 
cock my head open and re- relax my jaw and just let all the information of Denise just flow in through me, then I want you to encourage yourself to do that. So reach out to me at podcast at denisetlee.com. Make sure that you get on my wait list. And then once the course is ready, you get on that. All right. Today, we're going to be talking about how to think successfully. But before I explain this, I just want to just lay out a very important concept. And it's this, you can't fake your way to success. Meaning that you may have heard people say, well, the whole purpose of up leveling is to get uncomfortable. And that's how you are going to be able to be successful. And I agree with that to some point, because I even know even in my own professional and personal development, that I've been in those uncomfortable, freaky situations where I'm literally hanging on by a thread and hoping that no one sees my underwear showing as I bend over. So that's not the image that I wanted to explain. But basically, I've never wanted to be exposing myself in a vulnerable way where someone could take advantage of me. And I, I totally get it. But here's the thing. And I really want you to understand this. Just drill it down in your mind. Is that you can't own what you believe you do not deserve. I want you to kind of let that park marinate in your brain. Because so often I've talked with lots of people over the years and they say they want to do things. They want to make a big change in their business or they want to have kids or they want to whatever that is. But in their the recesses of their mind, they don't believe that they deserve it. And as a result, they self-sabotage themselves. They hook up with employers or take on clients or bad romantic partners that cannot help them achieve what they want to achieve. And so if you, even a snickling, a smickling, is that a word? As a little part of you believes, yes, I want this, but I don't believe I deserve it because then that is something that you need to be delving more in amazing attitude, okay? My other course that I have where we talk about correcting your mindset because the whole discussion of thinking successfully makes some really big assumptions. It makes the first assumption that you believe that you have worth, purpose, value, and a mission. And if any one of those things, worth, value, purpose, and a mission, if any of that is out of whack, you're you're going to be nodding your head and listening to what I got to say, and then you're going to just go proceed and just do nothing, okay? So I'm not really here to pep talk you into wanting you to believe something that you, on a subconscious level, don't believe. And there's lots of reasons behind that. It could be from your family upbringing, could be from trauma, could be from all sorts of stuff. And Amazing Attitude does a deeper work about unpacking and un- analyzing the trauma, okay? Because for a lot of people, the reason why they're not successful is because they've been literally running with their head, like like a chicken with a head cut off, and then they're just jumping from situation to which situation, people to people, to whatever, and they're re- replicating the same concepts over and over again and not achieving anything. Okay, so I don't. I want that madness to stop. It's Albert Einstein once said that that insanity is doing the exact same thing over again, expecting something to change. And so that's why I am. This is not that conversation where I help you unpack and unravel 
those things that caused you to think less of your self-amazing attitude does that. This is not the place for that. But I, I want to say that I'm making the assumption that you believe in yourself and your value and you're ready just to take it to that next supercharged level. I'm all down for it. Let's, 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 let's dig into this, okay? So that being said, one of the first things, most important things that I want you to focus on is to clear out the obstacles. My goodness, I, I remember just going through days where I would have this list of all the things that I want to do. Oh, I'm going to be calling this prospect or I want to be doing this with my website or whatever. And it never freaking happened because I didn't clear out the obstacles. First of all, I try to do all of my work at night and I'm a morning person. So that's just stupid when you think about it. But I try to rationalize it and I said, well, you know, I have to get my family ready and I had to do all these things and that's why I'll just wait for the evening. And every freaking evening would roll around and things would happen. Things would happen with my kid. Things would happen with my husband. Random stuff around the house would just happen. Friends would happen. The clients would happen. And I never got what I wanted accomplished. So when I'm saying this whole idea of clear out the obstacles, literally stop working against yourself. Okay? Just stop it. I was I was just having a conversation with uh, some some ladies and a uh, social group that I'm involved in, and she asked the question, "Help me! I really want to become a, a morning person, but I'm really a night person. Can you guys give me some tips?" And I just thought to myself, "No, baby, no, you're not going to try to jerry rig." your biological chemistry, the way that you're wired. Each of us are wired in certain ways. And there's a lot of reasons behind that. And that's beyond the scope of our conversation. But understand that all of us right now are wired pretty much morning or night. And there's nothing wrong with it. That's just the way nature built us, okay? If you're trying to fight with biology, you're going to lose. Biology one, you zero. And if you're trying to just fix things that shouldn't be fixed, you're going to find problems. And this is the whole thing about clearing up the obstacles is understanding and respecting reality. And reality is literally how you're wired and how, how you can act most successfully. And that includes knowing your limitations Knowing what you can and cannot do. That's part of the whole clear out the obstacles. For a lot of us, we're trying to live as superheroes. When most of us are really just Clark Kent's trying to live our normal everyday life. Trying to do extraordinary things while living ordinary lives. And we all want to aspire and we all want to do things. But we all shouldn't push ourselves to that brink of exhaustion. Where we think that if we do enough, be enough, see enough things, that somehow we will overcome everything and then we'll just end up, you know, rich and famous and swimming into a big pile of money like Scrooge McDuck, right? Sorry, just referencing 1990s. I know I'm a older millennial, so that's just that what that's all about. But anyway, getting back to the point at hand, 
look, here's the deal. If you know, hey, I, I'm an early bird or I'm a late, I'm, I'm a night owl. Okay, let's operate that. If you know that your phone buzzes all the time and distracts you, hey, here's a novel idea. Forget about having the phone on silencer. Turn the phone off. Or if you really want to take it to the next level, make sure that everything around you can that buzzes and beeps and sounds is also off. Because I find for a lot of you guys, some of the questions I get, it's always revolved around technology is literally my slave. And that's no bueno. Okay, I want you to make technology to work for you, not working for technology. If you are finding yourself constantly stimulated by all the buzzing and the hopping and the popping from all the devices, that's a clear sign that that's an obstacle that you need to overcome. Okay, I don't care how you do it, but I just want you to come up with some plan that works and works for you alone. We're not comparing ourselves to others to me, to your Uncle Jim, to the cousin down the street, like whoever, it doesn't really matter, okay? So the next thing that I want to talk about is I want you to embrace, not evade the discomfort. I'll say that again in case I stumble through my words. I want you to embrace, not evade your discomfort. And look, here's the thing. As human beings... We don't want to repeat things or surround ourselves with people that makes us feel uncomfortable. We have that built-in survival skill into us. For sure, I get it. I think about a couple months ago, I made my my husband this Korean pancake. There's a name for it, which I forgot. But anyway, just think of it as a pancake with, instead of blueberry or some type of fruit in it is filled with seafood bits and scallions and bell peppers and all that stuff is with ginger and soy sauce it's just a pancake of just yumminess in your mouth okay pain the same for you so me i decided to experiment and didn't didn't allow evidently the pancake to fully cook And I spent the glorious next 18 hours between various expelling processes from my body. I'm not going to sit here and define, explain exactly what happened. Just imagine things were coming out of orifices and I was exhausted at the end of that experience. And I remember thinking to myself and... I will never, ever, ever want to eat that again, even though I made the blend. Now, here's the thing. I made a huge batch of this stuff, right? Now, after that experience, I just, I just made a note to myself, I don't want to eat that mess again. But my husband said, Wait, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be on that. And he was. He was gleefully eating four, five, six different types of the pancake, uh, four to five times at least, of that same pancake batter. He never experienced any discomfort. He never had any uncomfortable stomach pains or diarrhea and or throwing up or any of the stuff that I experienced. He was happy as a clam. Now, do you really blame the batter? Or do you really blame how I chose to react to the situation? Who was acting out of faith? 
And who was acting out of fear? Well, obviously, duh, you, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what happened. Because if my husband can press through and still eat, now obviously, I made sure that I was fully cooking it, making sure that all the raw parts were fully cooked before he ate it, because out of my own paranoia. And he said, this tastes great. This is great. I, you should eat some of it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because I was still thinking about that issue. Now, getting back, the story is not a story about Korean pancakes. The story is about us willing to embrace these things and overcoming it, not being overcome by it. Okay, so as you're going through something that's trying right now in your business or your personal life or whatever, I want you to just make a mantra to self that in desp- despite how I'm feeling with fill in the blank, I choose to work through, not away from this. And this is something that you maybe have to say all day, every day, until it no longer becomes something that is overcoming you, okay? I talk with my private clients a lot about the worry hill. It's just the idea that as we get more accustomed, we ride up the discomfort, we ride up the frustration, we ride up the angst. And then after a point when we hit hit the top of the hill, things are getting smooth and you're getting accustomed to it. And then as you may be still going through it, but it's easy peasy on the way down. I want you to start getting used to those experiences and knowing that the process will allow you to become more relaxed with frustrations with your job, frustrations with your business, frustrations with your kids, discomfort about moving, discomfort about doing something else. I was thinking about uh, one young lady I was talking with and she wanted to switch jobs and she was trying to negotiate a situation where she could just travel back and forth via plane, freaking what? 2,000 miles away and the cost of her commuting even for like a weekend just negated the whole purpose of getting that job that promotion it got eaten away with travel and lodging costs but here's the thing when you are so hell-bent on just maintaining the status quo trying to stay in your comfort zone You don't see how much you're costing yourself in terms of not just your money and your time, but your energy. So embrace it. Understand that even these moments of discomfort are teaching moments. Okay. Now, what I next want to talk with you is about be inspired by others. Now, obviously, you're listening to this podcast and I'm assuming (laughs) if you're at this point, you're being inspired and you're being motivated and you're being encouraged. And I love it. I want I want you all on that, okay? But I also want you to be aware of why you're being inspired by it. Because for a lot of people, we just kind of nod our heads and just go on autopilot and go, yeah, I like that. You know, that made me think, whatever. I was thinking about a some messages, inspired messages that I was getting regarding lions and the idea of lions the king of the jungle well, actually lions are the king of the grassland to be more accurate but but anyway that's neither here nor there but i was just thinking why do i like learning more about lessons from lions and it's because 
they literally have to understand their energy level, right? So I am attracted about how do we maintain our energy? How do we conserve our strength so when we actually need to go out and get it, we can get it without being exhausted and overwhelmed? That's the message that I'm really thinking about, really diving into. As you're listening to what I'm talking about, as you're, as you're being inspired, think about the reasons why you're being inspired and why you want to dig in deeper into that. Because as you uncover those reasons, there are going to be some other things that you may have neglected, ignored, or flat out denied that maybe you need to look through and investigate. I do not believe that just listening to me say, go be inspired is enough. Okay. It's like, it's like telling my son, now that you can read, you can go ahead and sign some contracts. No, well, that sounds foolish, right? He has to understand the words that he's reading in order to sign anything. And that's why I find so frustrating talking to some people is that there's no, that, that I'm just encouraging you to think behind it. And so you understand other things that need more attention. Okay. Now let's dive in into my other and final thought for our time today is speaking the language of success. I remember in the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey, I was recommended a book to me called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hills, a cult classic. Now, ironically, I also got a PDF copy of that book from my husband. <laughs> now, why did I didn't want to take that free resource and then later years buy the book? I don't know. I guess because I thought it was just too smart. I could just do it on my own. But when I really think about it is I didn't want to speak the language of success. When you are getting up under people and they constantly speak and act in ways that are motivating and encouraging, you have to make a decision whether or not you act or you run from it. There's really no other option. Because otherwise, you're going to delude yourself in thinking that you're doing something when you're really not. And then you're going to get discouraged and you're going to run away. Or if you're going to take that information, you're going to run for it. You're going to take that information and just let it transform just all areas of your life. So when I'm talking about this idea of speaking like a success, you are being deliberate about not just the words that you use, but you're having power behind the words. So then you're, you're going to be thinking to yourself, oh man, I, if I believe I am powerful, I need to not just say it, but how do I demonstrate it? Do I demonstrate my power in terms of not backing down on the things that I have conviction with? Okay. I don't back down when someone posts something derogatory and I can choose to lash out or I can speak and respond in a way that doesn't try to belittle them or me. I speak in love and authority or I choose not to speak at all and I invest my energy into people who are worth my time. 
That's just an example, okay? So many times I've heard people say, I don't really know how to speak with authority, but the reality is they are so afraid of not saying the right things that they forget that they already have the right things in their brain right now. And so I'm asking you is ask yourself, where am I not speaking with authority? Where? And then why am I not speaking with authority? Success is not an adjective. It is a verb. Okay? Make that a verb in all areas of your life. And trust and believe that things are going to start happening. All right. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I enjoy spending time with you. Just as a friendly recap. This is definitely going to be something that is a game changer. Lifestyles of success is going to be a game changer. So check that out. Write me at podcastdeniseglee.com. Feel free to share this podcast. It's been really helpful for you. And just remember that in order to be successful, to think successfully, you have to clear out the obstacles, including the BS in your mind, okay? To embrace, not invade discomfort. To Be inspired by others and understand the why behind it. And lastly, to speak the language of success. I know that you are going and will do amazing things. Okay? Well, that is it. Take care and be awesome.